on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. All right, our smoke segment today are all about cigars, and well, here's what we're going to discuss in the segment. The Big Smoke. The Big Smoke. Big Smoke. For those of you who don't know what The Big Smoke is, it's a huge industry weekend where there are new products shown and shared, stories are made, and rooftop pool parties get way out of hand. Could you say it's even a big industry weekend? A big. It is. Smoke. Large. Yes. Is it girthy? girth. It's girthy. It's very girthy. We're going to speed that joke to death every day. And as usual, we end up with way more cigars than just one person can smoke. So in the vein of what we do here at Sip, Suds, and Smokes, we share and we discuss. There was a bag. Hold my hand. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios why because that's where the good stuff is it sips suds and smokes with your smoking host the good old boys Got a light? It's time for smokes. Welcome to this smokes episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. We're the best thing on at 2 a.m. right after baking with Stevie Wonder. Oh, and that's the hot, hit, man. That's real hot. And the hit show, Where Am I? I don't know where I am. I want to introduce <laughs> our host, good old boy Mike. Hello, everybody. I'm still here. I know. For so, now. Stop the phones. <laughs> good old boy Drew. You're speaking to my soul. Where am I? That's right. Who am I? I'm good old boy Barger. Hello, everybody. And this is good old boy Justin. Good morning. All right. Our smoke segment today are all about cigars and, well, anything that is smoked. And here's what we're going to discuss in this segment. The big smoke. The big smoke. Big smoke. For those of you who don't know what the Big Smoke is, it's a huge industry weekend where there are new products shown and shared, stories are made, and rooftop pool parties get way out of hand. Could you say it's even a big industry weekend? A big. It is. Smoke. Large? Yes. Is it girthy? Like girth. It's girthy. <laughs> it's very girthy. We're going to speed that joke to death every day. And as usual, we end up with way more cigars than just one person can smoke. So in the vein of what we do here at Sip, Suds, and Smokes, we share and we discuss. There was a bag. Hold my hand. That's right. Are you a cigar newbie? Fret not. We got you covered in our Cigar 101 episode, where all of the cigar speak can be decoded. Just like that decoder ring you got from apple smacks when drink you were a kid drink more oval tea that's y'all. right that's what does right. this finger mean that's right that's <laughs> right between the lines just search for sip suds and smoke cigar 101 on that episode should pop right up follow the link to our show notes and quotes from the websites below all right today a uh, good old boy drew gets the honor of going over our smokes rating today we'll be smoking and discussing these cigars and rating them with our sip suds and smokes rating 
plus our signature sounds. And here are those ratings. It is a dubious honor, but, you know. Rating number one. This sucked before it was even lit. (laughs) Something about sucking. It sucked, man. And then rating number two. Do you really got to light it three times? (coughs) Performance issues. Those are more the cigars you're like, meh. Construction. And then number three. Hmm. Very nice. Now, just go away and let me enjoy this. (coughs) So just as everything good in life is worth discussing, and with this motley crew of guys and cigars today... I want to take a few minutes and know what did you guys like about blind smoking? Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. What is blind smoking? Let's let's get that out of the way well, first. Well, blind smoking is there's a grab bag of cigars. You grab a couple oh. cigars out. You smoke. Uh, now you tell me. <laughs> you I'm know. just trying to make sure That's because awesome. I went through cigar 101. Handkerchiefs. <laughs> I wore like a sleep mask. Yeah, I'm not king shaming anyone, but I, I thought, thought there might be whips. One with party. leather involved. I mean, you know. I'm How do sorry, you else but do you get those leather notes? I you didn't give me clear parameters. instructions around That's, this bark. You know what? That's on me. I'll take that. That's fine. Um, well, you know, absolutely just, you know, with blind tasting, you know, of anything else. I mean, I enjoy the novelty of just walking into something without any preconception you yeah. know, about it. I mean, just shy. Any? Well, just shy of doing a band free, uh-huh. you know, Ooh. grab bag, which that would be fun. we will maybe do, I'm down. you know, yeah. Um, Challenge accepted. Yeah. All Maduro's for him. Yeah, so, <laughs> well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> but, you know, it, absolutely, you know, walk in with something, of, you know, I, some of these I had a preconceived notion where I've actually, you know, had some of the, some things in that product line or, or even maybe that, you know, particular wrapper or size or something like that. Sure. But um, for the most part, you know, I just kind of love the novelty of just going, you know, I don't know the conversation is going to be, but I'm just going to grab these two sticks and away we go. Yep. And it was the two sticks that I I drew out were both Habano. And, you yeah. know, we'll talk about that probably when I get around to my piece. But that was one thing, you know, I was like. Still think he was looking I, I, I probably bag. have never sat down and gone, I, I'm going to smoke two Habanos, you know, back to back. You know, I, I don't know that that would never. ever be like a, a big plan, you know, yeah. that I would actually make. Yeah. Fair. How Fair. about you, Justin? I like the grab bag. Yeah, a little mystery. Yeah, little variety keeps life fresh. You know, keeping keeping it strange or weird. Yeah. How are like, the kids calling it these days? Like a stranger. No, oh, the stranger. I mean, what? Huh? <laughs> uh, I will say, you know, as I alluded to before, and as Barger alluded to, um, I never would have bought a Maduro, and one of mine out of the grab bag was a Maduro, um, and we'll talk about that. Um, actually, maybe here in just a moment. But, but I, uh, too, also live dangerously. I like the grab bag. It's a fun time. Hmm. You never know what you're going to get. Love it, hate it, whatever. It's yeah, a fun time. I mean, to Drew's point, I mean, all these had the bands on them, so you can't say exactly. it, was, it was truly blind, you know. Yeah. Although maybe if you're as, you know, I, I'm so stodgy and predictable you know i buy the same you know three cigars unless i'm smoking something for the show and so 
at least one of the ones that I got, I was like, what the heck is this? I have no idea. Mm. And and my perception of it was just colored by, I, I didn't go to Google. I just looked at it and I was like, reminded me a little bit of like Cigar Boom brand that That's was true. maybe going away. I will say yeah. from a process perspective, I did keep very, I, I actually didn't sit down and look up any background or ratings or anything like that, you know, about the sticks, you know, that I drew out of the bag. I was just like, I'm just going to fire it up clip and away it. we go. Light you know? it. Yeah. Yep. Smoke it. Yep. No, no, no. no. That's not, how I did it. not clip it. <laughs> Toast it. Oh, Blow well, it. Yeah, that's it. And then, that's and and then, then tug it. it. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I forgot. It's the barger method. You got to get it right. Listen. Ah. All right. So, first up today, Drew is going to go over the two cigars that he smoked. As so, we alluded to. Good old boy, Drew, take it away. All right. Well, a questionable decision of amongst many questionable decisions to let me start, but. Um, the first one that I drew, and I remember looking at good old boy Mike and going, oh God, why, why have you done this to me? <laughs> was a Maduro. Um, if you've listened to any episodes before, you know that I don't like Maduros. Or at the very least, I think that I don't like Maduros. You know, we can... We just hadn't got them opened up yet, folks. We'll get there. We can opine as to the reason why I was saying, you know, maybe it's because my first introduction to Maduro was... Because, you know, with bad Maduros from the cigar boom leftovers. But uh, the first one I drew was the Perdomo double-aged, 12-year vintage double Maduro. Awesome. Uh, it was a 50 ring gauge. It was five inches long. And it was covered in an oily, dark mocha brown wrapper. I would not say it was silky smooth to the touch, but it was venous and Ooh, venous. delicate while also being robust. How was the girth? I, you know, 50 was, was quite nice. <laughs> it was you know, just the right size. Venous and girthy. Yes. Uh, the aroma definitely was oak leather. You know, I didn't get as much barnyard and earth. Um, there was more of a, a coffee and dark chocolate undertone, um, but that also could have been the pairing that uh, that I did with it, which at good old boy Burger's suggestion, I had it with my morning coffee. I don't normally have a cigar first thing in the morning. Mm, I'm telling you. But. And smoke all day if you don't start in the morning. There you go. That, that's a man after my heart right this there. This is true. This is true. But. I have to admit, it was it was amazing. Um, you know, the, I, the first thing I wrote down in my little notebook was hot when I lit it. This is why I don't like Maduro. It's because you use fire. Just put well, that out there. Well, I mean, there is that. <laughs> um, and perhaps I didn't toast it long enough. Yeah. I don't know. You know, maybe I wasn't true to the burger method. Uh, but as I moved. We can't all be perfect. That's uh, you know, as I moved through it. <laughs> <laughs> As I moved through it, it warmed. Um, it settled down. Uh, it got to be very enjoyable. Uh, I was looking at it and going, "This can't. This this can't just be the coffee. It maybe." And that's when I was like, "Maybe I just have had really bad experiences with Maduros, and I I should have you know reexamined them earlier." So, you know, take There's away some from, really bad ones out there. I mean, take away from that, you know, any listeners, if you have you know sworn off maduros like i have for a decade or more 
there might be time to revisit it, at least with this one. It was nice medium to full body. I didn't feel like it was overpowering. Uh, and as it finished, I got a lot of dark chocolate, almost like this chocolate covered cherry sweetness yeah. to it. I, I, I was very, very happy with it. And if I was able to give it a suds rating, sips rating, so smokes rating, one you of those can. shows, I would give it a three. Hell, even a four. Okay. That would be the first um, high rating I've ever given. Yeah, Maduro. So, I can remember those cigars. I used to smoke those. Those are great cigars. You know, I the second one that I had, which I'll probably get to after the the break, was a a little bit of a difference. Well, and and I've had the Perdomo, you know, twelves, you know, quite a bit as well. And uh, you know, but I haven't had the Maduro wrapper. I am used to having the, the Habano. The uh, no, not the Connecticut, not the, not the Habano. Um, I, is it a is it a Connecticut wrapper? Yeah, there the is a Connecticut. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's one I've had quite a bit of. It's one I would have thought I would have loved. Yeah, and I, you know, it's it's interesting where we're sitting right now to talk about this cigar. Yeah. Well, right now we're going to take a break. So come on back for us after the break. Welcome back to Sip, Suds, and Smoke, Smokes Edition, Big Smoke. Big Smoke. We're, we're going over a grab bag of cigars that all of us grabbed a couple of sticks out of, and uh, we're going to share them with you today. We're going to finish up Drew. He's got one more to go. Yeah, well, I think Mike was letting us know what he thought a little bit of the Perdomo. Or did, has anyone else had the Perdomo double-age, 12-year vintage? I, I had it in Maduro. Mike said he had the Connecticut. Yeah, I like it. Well, it's really interesting. Uh, we actually are recording today in uh, Whiskey House, Nashville, which is Whiskey House, which is a place that you know Nick Perdomo has been to. A lot. He's been here a lot, you know, and he drops off you know a ton of cigars. Yeah, you know, and he's Why was here I not Nick Junior. So what? We don't talk about it. Um, but oddly, I don't. Even if you look through, we have like some house humidors, you know, um, and even if you look through some of those, I don't recall, you know, any of the Perdomo 12s, you know, with the Maduro wrappers that are sitting around here. So I will say the estate blends I, is what he brought last time. He bought the yeah. estate blends. Yeah. Estate blends. Well, everywhere I looked online when I finally did go and look at like the notes to you know compare with my own, it was all sold out. So yeah. maybe he just didn't have any to give away. It's yeah. A, it's a good cigar. I, I the thing I think it's I think it's overhyped. I think it's probably where I'm at. You know, for most of the you know Perdomo twelves. That's I, how I feel about cigars. You in know, general, but yeah. I you know there's there's a premium price. You know that I think comes along with you know the Perdomo you know twelve vintage, and it's just yeah. You know, there's something about paying that extra thirty percent that I just don't get that loving feeling on the back end. What you know? with the retail stick? What is the retail price on this? I, I didn't I look have at no that. clue. It's about ten to twelve dollars. Yeah, I would pay that. Yeah. And, and that's coming from someone who's not a yeah. Maduro guy. Yeah. I would pay that. Yeah, the Perdomo line is actually, it, it's relatively, uh, it's priced for the blue collar person. Yeah. I mean, you're not paying, what is it, uh, Padron? Yeah. You're not yeah. paying $20 for a $10 stick. You know, yeah. not not to say that's Padron, but. Well, let's hear about your other stick. Yeah, yeah, my other, other stick, stick was the uh, Vega Fina. 1998 from I'm sorry I, I murdered the uh, pronunciation of the company that makes it before oh, uh, Altidus Altidus I was yeah. I think I was maybe overclassing with Altadis Altadis maybe he's right I'm wrong I, I don't know, you know I, we'll, it's just fun subject to, to change we'll figure it out um, with a 52 ring gauge and five inches long with an Indonesian I feel binder. underdressed either way yeah right <laughs> <laughs> Dominican Republic Colombian and Nicaraguan 
filler and an Ecuadorian rapper. That is a five region nation um, variety of uh, of I think it's a short filler. So I think all three fillers are shredded and put in the middle. Well, that would explain... That would explain. Some. Do it again, Jazz. <laughs> Stuff mine this time. You know? So, the is this going to work? Heck yeah, it's going to work. The notes from our friends at Altidus is that they're a five country blend of premium tobaccos that commemorates the birth year of the famed Vega Fina brand. The cigars started out as a European exclusive. Well, that would explain why I'd never heard of them. Uh, in 2020. In what? <laughs> They were released to Amer- the American market with rave reviews. I'm guessing maybe there was actually some other reason, perhaps pandemic related, that they got really. But anywho, uh, Indonesian binder, long filler, long filler tobaccos, not uh, short filler see, tobaccos. I was wrong. No, Dominican, okay. Nicaragua, Colombia, seamless, deep brown Ecuadorian wrapper. Thoughts on that in a moment. Um, premium gems aged an additional Oof. four years. Be a- Hang on a second. I need my hip waiters for the rest of this. Let's <laughs> get deep in here. In this. Let's just let's just say the notes don't quite match the smoke. Uh, uh, negative ghost rider. <laughs> um, I I had this one after the Maduro. Not immediately after. There was you know food and drink ingested before, so perhaps that's coloring my perception of so it. So it's like a bad prom date? Maybe. Okay. I mean, maybe I went like a bad morning harder. after drink. Yeah, Come right? <laughs> hey, I love Prairie I think oysters. it sucks. I think that sucks. I think it sucks. I wouldn't say it sucks, <laughs> but it sucks. Um... <laughs> And and really hard too. Like Nailed again it. with the draw stuff, I I just had really bad luck. Um, I I don't know what it is with me <sighs> and draws. Had to screw with it. Didn't wrong you? with you lately. I'm just you I was massaging it and, and licking it and tugging. I'm holding How's your 70, oximeter rating, son? Seventy-two percent. Yeah, take it down and yeah. go down go down to sixty. I always I pull it Sticky out and, and let it. Well, I always pull uh, it out and let it sit for a good thirty minutes to an hour before 65 I sixty-five to sixty-eight. Hit that, you won't have that problem no more. All right, fair. Maybe maybe it's user error, I guess. But it's all right. you know, I it it was mostly flavorless except for when it was burnt. Um <laughs> that was that was pretty much my experience. Aren't you burning the whole thing? <laughs> so it tasted fine till I got too dark on it and smoked it too hard. Well, no, no. I just, I mean, I lit it and and I used a cedar stick because it looked like a, a pretty mild cigar and I didn't want to, you know, cover it in butane or whatever yeah. else. And, and I lit it and like, wow, this is hot. And, and it got hotter. And then it just, I don't know. It was, it, oh. it was nothing but but hurt. Hurt. Yeah. It was hurt. Well, Well, aside from being hurt, what was your rating on it? I'm going to give it a one. <laughs> Has anyone else had Vega Fina? I have, and I'm I'm with you. Okay. We're, we're good. I, I thought maybe it was just me. I'm, I I don't think I've had anything from any of them. I've smoked quite a few of them because people give them to me like, oh, you got to try this. And I've smoked a couple. I think there's only one. They've got one aged product that I was okay with. But other than that, just they're just not for me. It, it could stinks. be for other people. And if people enjoy them, more power to you. Smoke what you like. Don't take my word for it. This is true. So I, I'm just a person. So anyway, uh, we're, we'll go on to what I picked out of the bag here. Uh, the f- first one I picked out of the bag was a uh, Alec Bradley Prisonado. Ooh. I've smoked quite a few of these cigars. I used to buy them by the box. 
I actually like enjoyed it, and and I enjoyed it back when it came out. It was a great cigar. Their girth of fifty two. Uh, the size was a torpedo. Your binder is Nicaraguan. Your filler is Honduran. Your wrapper is Corojo. Uh, now, what they say about it is Prisonado is a rich, handmade, guaranteed to satisfied. This exquisite handmade That's what she said. employs a special Trojes Corojo wrapper grown in Honduras that is a flavorful Love blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Troas long filler. Expect a bold and eventful blend that brings insistent flavors and spades, buttery smooth notes of deep, rich nuances, included roasted flavors like coffee, dash of sweet, red pepper, 96. Coffee. Yeah, yeah, and it's 96 rated, and it was one of the top cigars of 2011. By whom? I love Corojo. That one place. I will say that, but that I have not had a Corojo in a while. What did you think of it, Barbara? I liked this cigar. I've always liked this cigar. It's a, it's a So when I'm turning people on to darker, a little more spicier cigars, I'll put them in that direction. Mm. Like, it, Alec Bradley has a very distinct palate, and when I first was the first smoker Perdomo and Alec Bradley were two of the ones that I you know got started in because they're they're approachable and they're affordable so for the cost point and for the 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 flavor you get out of it I actually I still push the cigar yeah so I actually uh, smoked this at the show um and what what was the big smoke the big smoke and I have to tell you I was actually hanging out with Alan Rubin who is actually a fan of the show by the way hold on who's that he is the founder of Alec Bradley. Alec Bradley. So ah. yeah, real tall blonde. I so, Alec Bradley was a f- no. What? So a lot of people don't. So that's him. a name after his uh, two sons, Alec and Bradley, are his two sons. Yeah. So um, nice guys. Yeah, you know. So the first thing I I actually didn't see the description of this, you know, at the show itself. And when I was when I had it lit, I was like, wow, is this Obscura? You know, because I, you know, and I was like, this is a little different. There's something going on here. And so I, when I sat down and read the description, I'm like, oh, okay. That makes sense. I get it now. Yeah. Broho was my bridge to. I was a great stick. I enjoyed it at the show. I, it was one of those things that I, it's probably still in my bag, you know, and I would probably, you know, drag this one out and put it in a short, short pile going, I want to come back and have you know at least one more of those. Yeah. yeah, he had one cigar, the Lot Forty Four, that I absolutely every time I find him, I buy him. Is Lot Forty Four huh. some reference to like it's a the, lost? It's the plot. Of, no, it's the plot, it's of, plot of, land of land where the it's the it's the land distinction where they're at. Because gotcha. each lot of farm is, is they call it lot this, lot that, lot that. But anyway, so there, so there, uh, I'm going to give it my smokes rating of three. <coughs> And move on to the next one. So this one that I got, I was kind of surprised I pulled it out of the bag. It was a Julius Caesar. <laughs> I have to tell, look at two I was, bar gay. I was there when Barger pulled things out of the bag, and it was funny. So he, he pulled out the Alec Bradley. He was like, oh, yeah. And then he put his hand in there, and he pulled something else out, and he was like, no, not that one. <laughs> you know, that was an option. And then he, yeah, I know. Then he, and he put his hand back in. Listen, so it rules was are meant to be yeah. twisted. And his reaction was, oh, never had that one. Yeah. So so this like is from J.C. Newman Cigar Company. It's the Julius Caesar, which actually I found out that J.C. Newman, his name is Julius Caesar Newman. Mm-hmm. Gosh, his parents. I didn't know that. Didn't know. <laughs> but that dude, yeah, I just, I never studied him. 
I never looked into him much. Built-in ego. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Right, absolutely. <laughs> Yezu Christe. But I'll tell I you, mean, I'll, I'll tell you, this cigar had a girth of 52 and a size of five inches. Speaking of girth. Uh-huh. Today we're going to be demonstrating how to measure girth. Girth is a very important measurement when determining sizes. First, take your tape measure, place it at the center of the shoulder, bring it down through the crotch, Ooh. and Ooh, back up again, making sure it's going over the widest part. Mm. I love it when she says that. Smoke a cigar after that. That's right. So the binder and filler are both Dominican, and the wrapper is an Ecuadorian Habano. Huh. How can yeah, you there both? you go, Habano. Habano seed grown in Ecuador, I'm assuming. Yeah. Ah. So yes. the the little blurb for it is Diamond Crowns Julius honors the founder of J.C. Newman Cigar Company. This honorary cigar is meticulously crafted and superbly blended in small batch fashion by the Fuentes in the Dominican Republic. Do you agree? I do agree. I do. I enjoyed this cigar. A flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper encapsulates a carefully aged, smooth and robust blend of filler tobaccos hailing from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. It's yield that yield a medium to full body smoking experience, highlight prominent notes of coffee, fresh cut cedar and savory spices. I agree with that a hundred percent. I've, this is the first one I've had for the Julius Caesar. And I was I wanted another one when I was done. I was like, can I have another one? Because it was a great cigar. It was very spicy, bold up front, and it just mellowed out to this flavor bomb at the end. And I was just like, smoked it all the way till it was, I couldn't burn my fingers. I'm really curious from the notes where they call it savory, because savory is is an actual herb, like like that's the name of like it. Like rosemary. Right. So like, are they referring to that? Did you experience like sort of Italian herbs when you were smoking it? No, uh, I'll tell you. Here's my notes. I was very bold off the light. It holds together well. Holds together well. Halfway, it mellows out nicely. My burn in the intro was a little bit wonky, but that could have been from humidity. Uh, and it, it and when it come to the end, it was full on spice bomb again. Overall, it was very delicious, and I enjoyed it. The ring gauge, all of it, it was spot on for that cigar i've had some uh, julius caesar uh sticks and i think the thing that caught my attention was i picked it in out in a humidor you know it has these you know purple and yeah. you know it Real has thing. like velvet it had all these you know shelf tags hanging on it like Imperial. oh my gosh you know there's fireworks shooting out of the box you should try one of these you know and you you pull the cigar out and you're like da, 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 you know well, so it's like, entertained. <laughs> bring in the boy in. You know, bring out so. your dad yeah, so. but you know i just if it fell in that category of where i remember it just it, it had all this hype around it, and I was just it was this very anticlimactic, you know, experience. I was like, yeah. oh, huh, huh. I will say the price. So that's point, what a hype fifteen dollars cigar yeah. tastes like. Ooh. I will say that the yeah. price point doesn't really hit with me. I think it would be better as a ten to twelve dollars cigar than yeah. a fifteen dollars cigar. I agree. That's a topic for another show. Yeah. That's a cigar one oh two. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. What's your <laughs> rating? On this? Uh I rated it a three. And so next up, uh, good old boy Mike's going to share with us the two that he got. Yeah, so uh, the first uh, stick that I drew out was actually from the Aging Room by Rafael Nodal. Not, 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 not Nadal? Not, not, not Nadal. <laughs> Nadal. Uh, it was actually the Habano. 
we hit on that just very briefly. So yeah. what if you see that on a you know a wrapper or anything, you know, what that means is it's a Cuban seed that has been taken to some other place and they grow it there. So Bowled out it's at great and they risk. say it's genetically the same right. as you know what was you know may have been grown in Cuba. And I don't know, that's just there is something about the usage of that term in the industry that I just inherently it, mistrust. I just, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, so when you see real Cuban cigars, you'll see the designation Habanos, yeah, yeah. which means it is absolutely from you know Cuba itself. Grown and Cuba. I just think that this is you know the way they Roll keep on rap. dancing around, you know, to say, well, these are Cuban-like cigars, you know, and I'm using my air quotes as I'm I wish saying everybody that. would stop doing Cuban. Quotes. I agree. It, it just. Do you? You're from Nicaragua. Make a Nicaraguan cigar. Or just make a really good cigar, yeah. you know, at the end of the day would be really awesome. Do you really have to, you know, throw something on on there to, you know, really say that um you uh that you really need to have some some homage back to a different place, you know, or, or these seeds are from Yugoslavia. I mean, you know, or whatever, yeah. you know. I'd be I'd be down to try some Yugoslavian yeah. tobacco. <laughs> if they I can mean, grow it tobacco, might be garbage, oh. but I'm here for it. Call it what it is. Well, uh, here's some information about this. Uh, so the color is medium brown. This is a six by fifty four that I had. Um, it's generally uh, declared medium to full. Uh, the wrapper is Dominican Habana. We just talked about that. Um, it's a uh, Pereira is the shape. Um, the binder is from Dominican Republic, and so is the origin and the filler. Um, the uh, so here's a little bit of information that I uh, got together about this. So uh, this uh, brand has gone through a major transformation. The company actually defined itself into four pillars. I don't know why they call them pillars. Each containing a Marketing variety of lines. Yeah. Way too much uh, money on that marketing group. The company added a total of five lines, formally discontinued one, and designated three others to the hypothetical back burner, albeit they are still alive. Three of those lines fell under the new aging room by Rafael Nadal. Uh, pillar. No doll. No doll. No doll. It is three blends, Connecticut, Habano, and Maduro. All three sizes, albeit not the same three not the same three same sizes. Wow, don't say that fast. And with Dominican binder and filler, the Connecticut is one to get actually different sizes, namely a Churchill, and then thinner uh, Robustos and Toro size. So, you know, some of my notes here around it, I found the first third of this was profoundly earthy taste, um, really great draw. Um, dare I say perfect, you know, use those Perfecto. terms. Um, what? Perfect. Really great, even burn, great construction. I should have given this to, to Drew. I would have enjoyed it. He would have said, it what? sucks. I can't draw off it really well. I let it sit out for 23 and a half minutes. You know? I, I, come on. The second give way to leather and uh, seems like it's less, uh, more than mild and less than full. Uh, the, the remaining third was actually quite woody and a hint of bitterness that actually finished into the band. So. Um, what was your rating? You smoking My rating bands? for this actually is a three. <coughs> so I didn't see that coming. I, I know. I didn't either. And I have had a lot of great aging room cigars. Yeah. I, I think that they are They're a, a brand. sleeper brand. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, I, when I see them, I'm like, hmm. what are they priced at? I, I don't know. They're, they're eight to 12. 
Yeah, that's a nice. They're solid, very approachable. Easy, easy to try. Try it out. I'm, yeah. I may have to look into those. Yeah. Well, we're gonna take a short break here. Uh, you're talking about Drew's habits. That's now. right. Talk about Drew's cigar you habits. My draw poker. Yeah, we're, we're gonna have to make sure he's uh, doing problem. this correctly. <laughs> Enjoy our announcements. Welcome back to our big smoke episode. Big smoke. We are going through the grab bag of cigars that we all picked a couple cigars from and started smoking, and here we are today. I think the draw is hard. There we go. So good old boy Mike is going over the cigars that he had, and I think he's got one more left. I do, and this other stick that I drew out of the grab bag was the Espinosa Habano, number five. It's a Toro. So again, you know, I (laughs) draw another Habano wrapper. That was not planned at all, and... I just mm-hmm. found myself yeah, going, yeah, yeah. what is the point? Anyway, all right. So the reblended Espinosa Habano number no. five is a powerhouse cigar from a man unafraid to improve upon past success. The original Habano released by Eric Espinosa's La Zona Factory was a certified hit, ranking it in a couple of solid 90 ratings. Not me. And delighting fans of medium to full <laughs> smokes worldwide. He writes this A stuff. man not afraid to change what, like, basically, if it ain't broke, do fix it? Yeah. Yeah. That That's was his big plan. Yeah. yeah. It didn't work out. Anyway, that, this might be enough for your average cigar manufacturer. But Espinosa knew he could do more, and that's basically one of his core brands. To this end, the choice Nicaraguan tobaccos were sourced to complete uh, com- to create a complex and potent filler and binder combination that evolved into a full-bodied, full-strength masterpiece with the addition of a meaty Ecuadorian Habano wrapper of exquisite quality, he says. There was a touch of sarcasm, as he said. A new band design, <laughs> resplendent with blue and gold. That absolutely took it over the top is when you redesign your band. Was it blue and gold or yellow and white? It was yellow know. and white probably. <laughs> it, it decorates. We all know the band makes the, the cigar. That's right. Habano number five. That's why I leave it on until hey, I, I smoke I'm not it. opposed to buying a cigar based off a band. Yep. Let's just throw that out there. Alright, so my uh, notes about the Espinosa Habano number five Toro. It was mild. It had some baking spice kind of on the front end. Mm. Um, it was sweet, kind of with a little bit of citrus on it. And? Very uneven burn. I'm gesturing uh, towards uh, Drew as I'm saying uh, this. So, so he thought that I would just, I, I always enjoy the perfect, you know, sticks with that perfect butt. butt. No, 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 no. It kept going out. Mm. And then the draw died. See? Oh. Performance? I, Anxiety? <laughs> Anxiety. They make a pill for that. <laughs> Here is the thing that absolutely turned me off. It absolutely turned halfway through the stick. I've never... I was sitting there like somebody had just thrown me into a dead-end street and said, oh, hey, man, it's over. You can't drive past this point. I was just sitting there dumbfounded. I'm like, what did I do? I did Did I not talk to you well? Was I caressing you with the wrong fingers? I mean... Did you not like what I was you pairing didn't with this? tongue and roll it? Don't quite you love well me? I was trying anything. I actually wrote down what a ripoff. I was so pissed. So, oh man! Yeah, I said so this was not a good experience. You know, um, with this, I just when I run into fundamental construction problems like this, it just uh, you know whatever I was enjoying up to that point, it just flies Completely out the window. It really does. Yeah. So yeah. my smokes rating for the Espinosa Habana Number Five Toro is a one. That's a, that's a shame because I've had some Espinosa cigars and they've all been pretty decent, and I've never had that problem. But I, it, do you 
I'm not, I've noticed it happening more often. It, it, well, the thing is, is they're trying to keep humidors full. It's happening more at Drew's house yeah. because he keeps his humidor no, 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 no. at 73. Uh, 72? 73 degrees with 70% humidity. It's fine. No, 72 and 68. Tupperdor. Yeah. That's what you need, man. Yeah, right. Tupperdor. Tupperdor. <laughs> oh, well, uh, I can't argue with that because I've had a couple that are that way too, man. I really can't. No matter what. What's our What's our Florida guy been smoking down yeah. there in humidity land? Well, well, Justin's up next. So, good old boy, Justin, what you got for us? Well, I pulled a real fancy cigar out of the bag. This Uh-oh. one's called Le Atelier La Mission. Ooh. Atelier La Mission. It's another premium gem coming out of the legendary My Father factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Mm. This My is man. a powerhouse smoke. Cloaked in an earthy, dark brown San Andres Mexican wrapper, mm-hmm. covering an opulent brand of Nicaraguan tobaccos, including the rare Sancti Spiritus leaf, which I guess you have to cross yourself when you smoke it. Box pressed and featuring a pigtail cap, the palate will be greeted by bold notes of mocha, dark chocolate, tangy pepper, leather, and charred wood. This lived up to the hype. I really enjoyed this. It was a small smoke. Full of flavor, and it never quit on me. Small and mighty. Small and mighty. So I gave this one three rings. Well deserved. <coughs> there you go. I've had that cigar many, many, many times. I agree with that that statement. That is a three. That cigar is solid all the way through. And then, as I was smoking this afternoon, I immediately followed it with Monte Cristo Classic Series. Monte Cristo is one of the most famous and trusted bands in the cigar world today. And counterfeited. Yep. Counterfeited. First manufactured in 1935 in Cuba by Alonso Menendez and Pepe Garcia. This brand is currently manufactured in the Dominican Republic and is now owned by Altares USA, who controls its distribution and marketing in the United States. The brand was inspired by the adventure novel, the Count of Monte Cristo, which was a popular novel among cigar rollers in their factory and read by the lector on the rolling floor in the early 1900s. Seems like an interesting choice. I think Don Quixote was on that list as well. Well, well you know, absolutely. it's like a telenovela. I mean, there's a lot of love. There's a lot of violence. Well, you and, know. and there's a lot of uprising against the supervisors. Like, would you really want to Ca- read Castro? that to your yeah. workers that, that are paid a That was a questionable choice. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, yeah, get it. Let's go. Viva Liberté. Viva the Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> All and right. It's a Connecticut wrapper with Dominican filler and binder. This cigar started off really strong, really smooth. Two-thirds of the way through it, um, it went out. For then, I took a 10-minute break in between. See? It's not just me. Oh, it is just you. <laughs> yes, then, it is. Once it went out in the last third, I was like, meh, I'm done. So I gave it two. Two rings. <coughs> well, can't argue with that. Make fun of me all you want. Sometimes oh, we performance. Will. Will. I, will. I will. I know why you keep me around. I'm a very soft punching back, and right. I ask the dumb questions because, well, we're not going to get into that. Why can't I draw, draw off this? It's because it's too wet, Drew. That's right. That's right. I thought you were supposed to. Never mind. 
So as always, I wanted to ask you guys, what did you pair with these and how was it? It's interesting you asked me that, you in particular, because you were the one who suggested that I pair coffee with a Maduro. So I took your advice and paired coffee with my Perdomo. And? Well, I mean, you heard my rating. I enjoyed it. It's he the first, loved it. It's the first Maduro in my life that I can remember liking. Hmm. So I won't say that it was Barger's advice about the coffee because his head is already even bigger than mine. Yeah, it's hard to fit through the door. I mean, really. <laughs> I, I The struggle is real, y'all. <laughs> it's all about going vertical. It's the girth, man. It's the girth. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, if you have never, tr- one, if you don't like Maduro, try it with coffee, yes. And two, if you've not ever had a cigar in the morning with your morning coffee, give it a shot. I didn't think I'd be in the mood for a cigar in the morning, but... Yeah, it was pretty darn tasty. Um, I remember what I had with the aging room. I went to, um, I, I call it a halfway point. Uh, so I went after Black Bell by um, uh, Nelson Greenbrier. Um, so, so the whiskey finished in the beer barrels. barrels. That is correct, gotcha. yeah. So this is fish, finished in a stout uh, that is made by Blackstone Brewery. And... Uh, I don't know. I just was talking with uh, somebody else about a lot of you know the finished products that are made um, on the Bellmead label, and um, I just was like, hmm, you know, it's been a little while since I had some of the Black Bell, and I have quite a few of those. They've made them for I don't know, probably eight years now. Hold and, on to some Tanat for me, please. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't have that one. I I can't I don't I'm not a fan of the grapes so I I knew it was I in fact I told Charlie this is not going to do well are these so, the grapes of wrath these yeah they are yeah there's a good reason why you don't drink tannin wine because I, it, it, it sucks says know? says the man that loved the tanat <laughs> that I brought him that's true but that was the exception uh, that was a very uh-oh. very good uh that, yeah. i like that wine that french was, french winemaker it was uh-oh. yeah well, i don't want to name drop it of course but the other 40 tenants that i had all yeah. sucked <laughs> if you if you get a chance to try why rousseau from california yannick rousseau he makes a very nice tonight true shout yeah, it out was, it was good i was very worthy but you know, so that was the pairing I went with for the aging room. And so that uh, whiskey has kind of a bit of a chocolate overtone to it. And, you know, the cocoa nibs kind uh-huh. of feeding into it. And actually worked really well, you know, with the Habana wrapper. In fact, I thought it kind of kicked things up and actually made uh-huh. it a more pleasing experience. That would not be just the pairing I would have chosen. Bam! Yeah. Um, so I just kind of lucked in, you know, I think to that particular, it would probably go well with hot chocolate to make you feel better. <laughs> no burger. Hey, no marshmallows. Hey, bro. No marshmallows involved. Yeah. Don't, don't hate the player. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I can't remember what I had with the Espinosa, to be honest with you. I, I mean, I have probably a short list of candidates because I know what I was drinking. <laughs> so, sounds like it was there. garbage. No. I think I uh, actually uh, was one of the things I had uh, when Drew and I were herfing. Um, oh, yeah. I said I broke out some more of that Nika straight from the barrel. I'm pretty oh. sure that's what I had with the Espinosa. That and, was tasty. Uh, yeah. Um, when that thing turned, I was like, man, I'm glad I have some good whiskey in front of me. There you go. <laughs> this is not working. Stub that out. There you Here's go. a what dumb about? question. What's herfing? Smoking cigars together. Oh, very good. I have always, yeah. Have you ventured into our Cigar 101 episode yet? 
I was on it. Isn't he? <laughs> I know. Wasn't he the guy that covered her? I know. I mean, it, it, these terms are, are somewhat uh, opaque, you know? Yeah. All right, Justin. I'm so from what, Florida. Everything's opaque to me. There you go. Good old boy, Justin. What did you uh, what, what did you pair with yours? I had a four square nobleary, um, age 14 years, an ex bourbon cast, uh, pot and column blend. There you go. Pot and column. Uh, I didn't realize yeah. the nobleary they was. They couldn't that. make up their mind. <laughs> no, so, I mean, it's one of the things I really love about what Richard does is that he is, he's, he's really good at making products all unto them, all unto themselves. Yeah. But, a genre of its own, but it's the blending and finishing uh, aspects of those products that I just I really really love, and that is one of my you know favorite rums. There you, you know, go for sure. That's a good one. All right, so boys, what what stuck out? What did what what stuck out in your sticks that you liked the most? First Maduro I ever liked. Oh well, that's a good one right so, there. That uh, definitely stuck out. Um, Aging room does not disappoint. I look forward to going back to the rest of the bag. Yeah. That'll yeah. be that'll be interesting. What about you, Justin? The La Alatier La Mission was awesome. Yeah. That is French, right? Yeah. We. We. We we. we. Not we. In my car. <laughs> I uh for <laughs> That's me a pecan. for me, I need to go back and get some more Alec Bradley's. Because I forgot how much I enjoyed that prison you know, I haven't had Alec Bradley in probably a decade. So I I, I probably will revisit I, you know, one thing I was opining about earlier, the Cameroonian rappers that seem to be uh, coming in. Um, the first one that I've had was CAO Cameroon. Yeah. Um, that was the Basin. Yeah. I, think, guitar, I mean, no, I, I didn't like Amazon, that at all. No. It wasn't the Amazon Basin. That didn't where it started. Well, they actually had a camera room with the old label, yeah. right? Well, but but yeah, the old label they say it was CAO camera. I don't know. Yeah. I say, that was my first introduction to Cameroonian, and it was it set off a long love affair with it for me. And I keep looking. I don't see it in in enough play. I was happy to see some of the cigars that we covered with it. With Cameroon, yeah. Um, I know that I would love to go back and probably enjoy the. Not the Habano wrapper edition <laughs> of these cigars. Yeah, because you I totally am. didn't pick the Habano on purpose. Yeah, Mr. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, I wink, built the nudge, grab nudge. bag. Yeah, maybe I'll get around to the story someday about me chasing down Cuban cigars recently in Mexico. It was interesting, you know, and Monte Cristos for that matter. Was uh, it sold to you by someone on the beach? Uh, oh yeah, but I didn't buy those. Oh okay, no, they were they were gifts. <laughs> Um, right. Yeah. Right. That's what I said. Coming back. Yeah. <laughs> so. Don't declare. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's the way to get through the TSA security. That's Absolutely. Right. Well, of I mean, course, I didn't pack my bags. It's all security theater. <laughs> Come on. No, there's not any bands on these. I don't know where they came from. That's weird. Tax values, pennies for sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. Everybody's pleading the fifth today. That's right. That's yeah. right. Not yeah. Not, Do I have to send you money to about, get attorney-client privilege? I'm not talking or? about the actions of myself. Not at all. Right. It's a theoretical no. conversation right? for informational and entertainment purposes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so will we do a band-free oh, that will grab happen. bag next time? Yeah, that mm-hmm. will happen. Yeah, Mike? I agree. I, I think so if I had to create like a level playing field you know, for that would be all similar size, similar yeah. rappers. 
No, um, so yeah, you couldn't. Yeah, Maduro. Have a right, yeah, right sh- written sheet of what you picked. <laughs> Look how fast he said that. Yeah, <laughs> no Maduro. No that's Maduro. Right. That's right. <laughs> well, well, as always, all good things. Well, okay. Well, all okay things must come to an end. That's going to wrap it up for today's smokes episode. Are we you hope the you okay enjoyed thing? our banter <laughs> and thoughts on those cigars. I might be the okay thing. But as LeVar Burton always says, you don't have to take our word for it. I challenge all of you listening to get out there and smoke out of your comfort zone and fly blind every now and again. You never know what you might find. Please don't forget to hit the like and follow button and leave us a comment and let us know what you think. I'd like to thank our host, good old boy Drew. Take a look. It's in a book. Good old boy Mike. You know, I'm standing over here outside my comfort zone, and I'm wondering, will I get to come back on the show? <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out next time good old boy justin thank you good morning and i'm good old boy barger you guys have a wonderful day we hope you enjoyed this episode if you're listening to us online do yourself a favor and tap just tap it in the subscribe button give it a little tappy tap 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 a room the easiest way to listen to our show is to ask siri alexa google uncle larry or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone play podcast sip suds and smokes we love your feedback and you can reach us at info at sip suds and smokes.com our tasting notes flow out on twitter and instagram with our handle at sip suds and smokes and our facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news you'll also be able to interact with the thousands millions and millions of other fans on those social media platforms do us a favor Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping. Tan Hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. (laughs) 